This is Coffee, Wine, and Chocolate, a podcast inspired by people, places, and things. Welcome. I'm your host, Dawn. You can find me at all the links I've provided below in the notes. But specifically, you can find me at the podcast website, which is coffeewineandchocolate.com. Now, in this episode, I am a little late after a long weekend. Last weekend was Mother's Day in the States, and my wonderful boys called me Sunday to wish me a happy Mother's Day. I also got the sweetest message from my stepdaughter here. I called my mom as well and had a nice conversation, which made me very, very happy. And that all started my week off great. Then my partner had a big conference starting on Thursday, and we were busy with that until Sunday. So after this past weekend with his conference, I decided to do a different subject for this week, and I hope you enjoy it. Now to start this episode off, we will talk about chocolate. Yummy chocolate. I always feel I need some, some kind of chocolate around in the house. If not candy, then hot chocolate or Nutella, which is now a new love of mine. You know how you can get that need for chocolate sometimes? How just one bite or one hot chocolate will do the trick. And usually it does, at least for me. For the candy, I like to have the 70% dark chocolate bar that I can just, you know, break off a piece to satisfy that chocolate craving. I won't eat the whole thing. I just can't. And if it's a dark mint chocolate, that's even better. Yum. How about let me know what chocolate you like the best? Or if you don't like chocolate, which I can't even imagine, what is it you like instead? That that craving that you get instead of the chocolate, what is it? Let me know. I'm very interested. Now let's head on to our episode. And here we go. Mental illness can be found in all forms. I will not take it into detail this episode. I could most likely spend a whole month worth on this subject, which is thalidomide. Now this past weekend, I spent it with some amazing, amazing people. Most were from the UK, but there were some of the other countries represented And those were some like, there was Ireland, Germany, and Australia, Canada, USA, and Italy, both online and in person. It was for the celebration of the UK Thalidomide Society for 60 years. I must confess, I knew a lot, but found out so much more by being with so many this weekend. I don't know if you know the history of thalidomide, the drug, that many women were given in the 1950s and 60s. Their babies were born with birth defects and or short or no arms and legs. They ended up having some mighty voices and supporters here in the UK to help get them the help they needed and would need in the future. Many other countries are working on doing the same for their thalidomide survivors. When talking to my partner, Jeff, I asked him about the mental state of the thalidomide survivors and their families 
seeing how much they have gone through. There's so much trauma they have gone through with their bodies and from people, including medical staff, doctors and nurses. They deal with the pain from overused limbs and joints and or problems internally. They dealt with nurses and doctors, seeing them as just objects to fix instead of seeing them for how they were and helping them to live as they were. The parents, especially the mothers, took on the guilt of feeling it was their fault for trusting the doctors and taking the medication that did this to their babies. However, even through all of this, they have to be some of the strongest people I know fighting every day to show their worth and self-respect to others. No, they may not always feel like it. But I saw more gumption and pride in them this weekend. I myself felt so much respect and pride for them and what they have fought for and pray it nor they will ever be forgotten. Yes, we all go through our own form of mental health needs and this is not saying your needs are not as important as their needs. It was just one more and so many that was brought to my attention and that I have had contact and firsthand impact with and needed to share it with you, my dear listeners. Some are performers, actors, singers, some are journalists, politicians, accountants. Some are just going through each day trying to make a difference for themselves, their families, and others. Most have reached their 60s and are retiring or getting ready to retire. With this comes worries. Worries about the future, their health as they get older, and things they may need to get through. The UK thalidomide had a person in Harry Evans to make a fuss and fight for them. Now they are trying to do the same for those in other countries. Just watching some of the films that were shown this weekend... It gave me a lot of perspective of how they were treated. It was horrifying some of the things that I found that happened to babies that were harmed by the drug thalidomide. Now, Harry Evans, known as Sir Harold Matthew Evans, was an editor and journalist with the Northern Echo, where he first learned about the children affected by thalidomide. He then moved to the Sunday Times as assistant to the editor and then on to editor. This is when and where he organized a campaign against the distiller's company, which was then bought by Guinness, then bought by Diageo, who was the successor company of distillers, and the drug companies responsible for the manufacture of thalidomide. He appointed Philip Knightley to run the investigation and eventually they gained victory in the European Court of Human Rights in 1979, and the families of the thalidomide victims eventually won compensation as a consequence of Evans' Sunday Times campaign. So Harry Evans played a very big part in the thalidomide children, the children that were affected by the thalidomide drugs, and... One of the things that the side effects that they said that was originally found um, with thalidomide was peripheral neuropathy, and that is often shortened to neuropathy, is a general term describing disease affecting the peripheral nerves, meaning nerves beyond the brain and spinal cord. Damage to the peripheral nerves may impair sensation, movement, gland, or organ function depending on which nerves are affected. In other words, neuropathy affecting motor 
sensory or autonomic nerves result in different symptoms. More than one type of nerve may be affected simultaneously. Thalidomide was first marketed in 1957 in West Germany, and this is through Wikipedia, where it was available over the counter. When first released, thalidomide was promoted for anxiety, trouble sleeping, tension, quote-unquote, and morning sickness. While it was initially thought to be safe in pregnancy, concerning regarding birth defects arose until the medication was removed from the market in Europe in 1961. The total number of infants affected by use during pregnancy is estimated at 10,000, of which about 40% died around the time of birth. Those who survived had limb, eye, urinary tract, and heart problems. Its initial entry into the U.S. market was prevented by Francis Kelsey, a reviewer of the FDA. The birth defects caused by thalidomide led to the development of greater drug regulation and monitoring in many countries. And even though they state that the initial entry into the U.S. market was prevented, it did, in the end, get into the United States. Really sad how people treat those that were affected by the drug. When Harry Evans was trying to get their story heard and showed pictures of the children, he said instead of getting the feedback that he thought he'd get about how people would show sympathy and want to do something. Instead, what he got was, don't show those pictures again. They're horrifying. I don't want to see that kind of thing. Things like that. And it just it blows my mind. I didn't realize that things like that had happened. I'm not surprised and yet I am. But that's human nature. Unfortunately, that's how a lot of people were. But because of Harry Evans and many people that that helped him to get the word out, they were seen and they were heard. It's been a struggle from what I understand for the other countries to get and to prove that they also should benefit from the help needed. And so hopefully with the help from here and others, they'll be able to get the help as well. I will list below in my notes some links that you can go to to find out more about the thalidomide and what countries are affected and what's been done so far regarding thalidomide and the survivors. Now to finish this episode, I want to share a post from Tony Loughran. Spelled L-O-U-G-H-R-A-N. He shared it on Facebook and he saw it and shared it from LinkedIn. I will share the link in my notes, but read it to you now. Tony Loughran, L-O-U-G-H-R-A-N, states, Just seen this on LinkedIn and so true. X. I asked a friend who had crossed 70 and is heading towards 80. What sort of changes he's feeling in himself? He sent me the following. Number one, after loving my parents, my siblings, my spouse, my children, and my friends, I have now started loving myself. Number two, I have realized that I am not Atlas, quote unquote. The world does not rest on my shoulders. Number three, I have stopped bargaining with vegetable and fruit vendors. A few pennies more is not going to break me 
but it might help the poor fella save for his daughter's school fees. Number four, I leave my waitress a big tip. The extra money might bring a smile to her face. She is toiling much harder for a living than I am. Number five, I stop telling the elderly that they've already told that story many times. The story makes them walk down memory lane and relive their past. Number six, I have learned not to correct people even when I know they are wrong. The onus of making everyone perfect is not on me. Peace is more precious than perfection. Number seven, I give compliments freely and generously. Compliments are a mood enhancer, and not only for the recipient, but also for me. And a small tip for the recipient of, the com- of a compliment, never, never turn it down. Just say thank you. Number eight, I have learned not to bother about a crease or a spot on my shirt. Personality speaks louder than appearances. Number nine, I walk away from people who don't value me. They might not know my worth, but I do. Number 10, I remain cool when someone plays dirty to outrun me in the rat race. I am not a rat, and neither am I in any race. Number 11, I am learning not to be embarrassed by my emotions. It's my emotions that make me human. Number 12, I have learned that it's better to drop the ego than to break a relationship. My ego will keep me aloof, whereas with relationships, I will never be alone. Number 13. I have learned to live each day as if it's the last. After all, it might be the last. Number 14. I am doing what makes me happy. I am responsible for my happiness, and I owe it to myself. Happiness is a choice. You can be happy at any time. Just choose to be. I decided to share this for all my friends. Why do we have to wait to be 60 or 70 or 80? Why can't we practice this at any stage and age? I just thought that was so relevant to anyone and everyone, no matter what the age. And I wanted to share that. Now down in the notes, I'm going to share some films um, that hopefully you can get a hold of and see that will help you understand uh, thalidomide a little bit more. I'll list five down in the notes, and hopefully you can find them and then be able to watch them. One is called On Giant Shoulders. The next is Attacking the Devil. And I know for a fact that was on Netflix, and I don't think it's on there anymore. The third one is Nobody's Perfect. The fourth is Traveling Forward. And the fifth is Only the Beginning. I've also listed below five different links that you can go to to find out a little bit more about Thalidomide, Thalidomide Society, and all that goes with it. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Coffee, Wine, and Chocolate. And if you have any questions or know of any more information that would help, please send me a note. Send me an email. Let me know. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Now go out today. As you're going about your business, whatever you do today, if you come upon somebody that you see that has something on that you like or the hair has done some way that you like or whatever you might see that you like, let them know. 
They may be having a bad day and you could be giving them something that makes them smile. Tell them so. Tell them hi. Even just a smile or a hello will make someone's day. Have a great day, you guys. Thanks.